That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Here we go, Sitting on the dock of who day, watching the Colts roll away. Ooh, I'm sitting on, on the dock of who day, brown in time. And welcome back to Fuck You. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. I am your host, Alex Schubert, sitting to my right today, Lloyd Johnson, and we have a special guest. Hello, it's me, Comedy's Cy Amundsen, here to be a part of this. Cy <laughs> from Comedy. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I find that the best podcasts are recorded in a dark comedy club <laughs> just mere <laughs> moments before a show that the comedian's not on takes place. Yep, yep, yep. That's how we do it. Yep. yep. You're on the shows this weekend, aren't you? I am you not. We discussed that, that oh, 10 seconds, seconds before the show started. <laughs> I, I struggle with this thing called masking occasionally, which sucks. No, you masking? <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, That's I can, I can imagine true. with those big hands that getting the tape would be hard. Yeah, that tracks out. <laughs> yep. oh. oh. Was that an Alex joke? Yes. Masking yeah. tape. Listen to me, fellas. Yes. I need so here's my question as a Viking fan. I'm not going to stick around for your bullshit where you make fun of my team. I'm not going to be a part of this nonsense when you guys have a coach that looks like he's the dad to several troll dolls. I'm not going to sit around and listen to your barbs at my organization when your team is owned by Scrooge McDuck. But uh, I do need to. I, I do. I would like to discuss what's about to happen here because I feel like our teams are on two very different journeys. Correct. We're on two very, very different journeys. Your journey is: Hey, we might go to the Super Bowl. Oh no! One of the most important players in the league is hurt. We're never going to go to the Super Bowl. And now all of a sudden, we're kind of good. Yeah. My team is: We got no shot at the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh! Are we kind of good? Our quarterbacks hurt. We're screwed. Josh. Fucking Dobbs, followed by Josh fucking <laughs> Dobbs. And now this like, but, but there's still this belief in Minnesota because of how weird the league is and how good our defense is. Yes. Our defense, for context, they put a zero on the board. Mm-hmm. And how They many forced point- the Raiders to put a zero on the board. And Cy, how many points did the Raiders put up last night? I didn't watch it, but I heard it was more than 60. Yes. 63. That's the most Raiders thing I've ever seen in my life, to put up a zero <laughs> and then four days later put up 63. That is as Raiders as it gets. It's it not- is <laughs> absolutely bananas. But that's, that is what has the Minnesota fans 
just losing their minds because you're like, you don't get a top-notch defense like this very often. And it certainly isn't one that we thought we were going to get. No one thought we were going to be this good. Correct. And so I had this when Burrow went down and we saw what you guys looked like the week after Burrow went down. I was like, fuck yeah. I, here's the thing. I do, not fuck yeah because I, like, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I never want to see a player have to miss games. But it happened, and now we have an easier path. And all of a sudden, you guys put up back-to-back 34s, yep, yep. and I don't understand it. I don't understand how former Viking Jake Browning is doing it. Good bless you. Big mm-hmm. sneeze. The point is, I'm not thrilled. Do I need to be... Do I need to be as concerned as I am? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Why is that? Um, I think it's actually a good matchup for the, for the Bengals this time. Like, just the, the way that the, they play, I, I, I see them kind of being able to find dealing with the defense of the Vikings. So that's my worry because all season long, every week I go, well, this is the week they figure it out. When you blitz at the rate that the Vikings are blitzing, which no one has ever done in the NFL. You always feel like something's going to catch up with you, but it keeps not catching up with us. And I'm worried that it's crazy to say, but a Jake Browning led explosive offense is going to do that. Chase Brown looks like a beast. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden you guys are like, there's speed. It's you put Chase Brown on the field and T Higgins come back and you go, Oh, the slowest offense in the league is all of a sudden immensely fast. Yep. Right. But also I think, uh, since they have Browning, they're using a lot of like six man protection stuff, and so that blitzing style of defense. I, I just I think that that's what he's seen so far since he's been playing, yep. because everybody's like you know get in his face, put put pressure on about. So the offensive line is already set up to deal. You know, I mean that's what they've been playing for the last three games. Mm-hmm. Is you know they're using the tight ends really well to pick up that six man defense. You know defense for the offensive line yeah. you know, protection, and uh, yeah, I, I I think that's what. The Vikings are kind of rely on a bit is that that blitz package that pressure that so if that's what they're already been playing under for the past three games and they're doing fine, I don't see the Vikings doing anything crazy. Yeah, that they don't that they haven't already been seeing. I also think Browning has learned to <coughs> handle pressure better. Yeah, because I mean, like in the game against Pittsburgh, it was like sacked what four times. Like T.J. Watt has number, <clears throat> and then against the Colts, it was only two. Or no, I take that back. Against the Colts, uh, Jags was two, and then Colts was zero. It keeps getting smaller. Yeah. It's almost like they're learning. Yeah, but then we, uh, we have to face uh, – I mean, because the Colts D-line was like – it was evenly matched as far as sack totals. But then the Vikings have Daniil Hunter, who's got like, what, 13 and a half? 13 and a half. Quietly, weren't it not for a Miles Garrett, quietly uh, putting together a defensive player of the year sort of campaign – Yes. The same as Trey Hendrickson, 13 and a half. Yep, same as Trey. Same as Trey. Yep. <laughs> Fucking Trey. All right. Yep. Um, Cy, so with this Vikings-Bengals matchup, how do you think, because I did your show earlier this week. You did do my show, correct. And um, I talked about how I think the Bengals can beat the Vikings. How do you think the Vikings can beat the Bengals? I don't. I don't. I'm not that sort of fan. I'm always worried we're going to lose. I don't see any <laughs> path to victory. <laughs> Uh, the Nick Mullins thing will be interesting. Yes. Nick Mullins has arm strength. But everybody looked at Josh Dobbs, who at the end of his run there was just throwing up 500 alive balls. 
Yeah. <laughs> like falling to the ground being like, what if? And he just <laughs> shooting the ball into the universe. And I, I think he is a he is an aerospace guy, so he does tend to Okay, you know where I was. You get where I was going. There. No, great. That was both a good thought and well executed. Um, <laughs> I think that you run into this issue with uh, Nick Mullins. I think everybody thinks he's like Kirk Cousins light. Okay. Right. But here's the thing with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins protects the shit out of the ball. Generally, yep. he had a rough year this year at the start, but he's generally pretty efficient. Nick Mullins is a turnover machine, man. He's, he's played about 20 games or so in his career. He's got about as many picks as he does touchdowns. Now, normally you go, well, what sort of team? Well, he's been on the 49ers. Yeah. And the 49ers have been pretty good football teams since Kyle Shanahan has been there, which is how I think both of Nick Mullins' runs were when Shanahan was there. So I think what you're trying to hope for here is that, because Mullins has the arm talent. He's got a big old arm. Yep. But everybody got so excited. But he came in and his first pass was tipped. And a number of other ones were like off the mark but completed. So I, he knows the offense. Yeah. That, that's what you guys have to be worried about. If Mullins knows the offense and O'Connell can do what O'Connell thinks he can do, Justin Jefferson's going to play. Jordan Addison's going to play. TJ Hawkinson's going to play. That hurts. That's, those are issues for you guys. So if, if this defense comes to play, I don't think they're going to put a zero on the board. I don't even think they're going to nope. put a 10 on the board. But if they hold the Bengals to 24 instead of 34, yeah. I think that's realistic. And so now your question is, does Nick Mullins know the system well enough and can he protect the ball well enough to get them to 24 points? The story all season this year for the Vikings have been turnovers. Yep. So... Does he know the system? Can he protect the ball? And the Bengals, I just found out, have the second best turnover differential in the NFL. And I also found out they lead the NFL in interceptions. Yep. That's surprising, seeing as you guys got rid of two of your best uh, defensive backs. I would yeah, but, I mean, if you look at the young guys that have been playing, they've been playing extremely well. Like, DJ Turner's sneaky, like, stat-wise, is sneaky really good. Except when they have to cover tight ends. Yeah. Yep. Anytime you tell anyone on your team to cover a tight end, it, it seems like they ask your coach, well, what's a tight end? Yeah. It's, I don't, is it a linebacker problem? Is it a safety problem? Is it a scheme problem? I think it's the, the How are you guys struggling so bad with tight ends? Take that back. We have 13 interceptions. We're fourth in the NFL. Okay. I think that, uh, yeah, I think it's more than. Light as a gentleman, but this has been a stat correction brought to you by <laughs> Alex Schubert. Brought to you by Grippos. No, uh, I think it's more of a scheme thing because, I, I, honestly, it's the same way they haven't been using tight ends. I think they just don't incorporate them as, 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 as much in, the, in their thinking. What if the reason is that your guys' tight ends are so bad that they never have to deal with it in practice? Yeah. And so they come to games like, don't worry about them. They never do shit. It's like, oh, the other ones have good ones. Our def- well, like, go, go on. What were you going to say? That was the end of it. That was a so poor our joke, and I was finished with it. <laughs> That's okay. Our, uh, you and me both at times. Um, but our def- Wouldn't be a podcast without Shub shitting on himself. <laughs> you could be like, you can come on Shub's pod and be like, this is the greatest show in the world. And Shub is like, yeah, for a fucking idiot. Anyway, <laughs> back to the Bengals. Because um, our de facto starter Tanner Hudson was on the practice squad to begin the year, but yeah, he's, sure. I mean, but he's playing well. He is. So, but also they're using tight ends more. Like I think they've just started. 
Like, well, I, you have to. You can't have an inexperienced quarterback and not have a safety valve. Yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. So they, they're actually using them in the way that where you're like, I think we we probably should have been doing this the whole time, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the big giant guy who can get the ball from high up in the air when you throw it across the middle. Like maybe use him. Sometimes. Do that. Let's he try does, that. He, he's doing. Yep. He's doing some pretty cool stuff over there. I'd like to keep checking it out. I'm worried that it's going to be worse than it was last week, which seems like a difficult thing to do. Um, uh, watching them play a 0-0 game deep into the fourth quarter oh, was yeah. the most unenjoyable shit. <laughs> like, there's been some unenjoyable games in my in my time watching the team, but that was... The only way this one's worse is if you guys just fucking thump us. That'll be hard to stomach. It'll be hard to go... Because here's what the trajectory has been like. The season's over. Four and four. And then Dobbs comes in. We win those two and we go... Holy shit, who knows? And then we lose those two games that we shouldn't have. Both the Broncos and the Bears game, there were opportunities to win, and we should have won those fucking games. We'd be 8-4. and four. Even if you were replacing Dobbs, you'd really have a path to potentially the division. Who knows what else, yeah. right? Yep. But to lose those two to go to 6-6 six and six, and then win this <coughs> one in such unenjoyable fashion means like you lost a game you should have won. You lost a game you should have won. And then you won the most unenjoyable. Like if I have to put on the end of that an ass whooping by the Bengals, uh, it's not going to be a great time. That's yeah. not going to be enjoyable. Because I, I kept watching that game. on. I was like keeping up with the ticker on Sunday. And I'm just like, man, it's a 0-0 game. It's a 0-0 game. Man, this is a zero zero game for a while. Yeah. It was it was not fun to watch. <clears throat> didn't seem like it. I they love didn't. how you guys I have and I, Lloyd does too, but I love how you guys have an auto I have an autoimmune disease. Yes. And I have a baby on oxygen and you're like, Can we come do the podcast? This show might as well be called We Have a Cold. <laughs> Lloyd has half of his long lane on the table <laughs> and Shubes in between doing a weird spitting tick. Is also just hum, 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 clearing hum, my hum. throat. Yeah, let's see, clearing the phlegm out and trying to <laughs> trying to harm size baby. What a disaster! Should we do this in a closet? Should <laughs> we, we just finish the show and practice kissing? Yeah, can, let's just make out. You can hear Shubes getting sick on the show. Through he's like, man, I really had a good time, and that, that was it. This is wild. Let's keep going. Yes, let's keep going. No, I've been in a dusty basement all day, so I'm yeah. Coughing. That's actually that's what you guys just call it when Lloyd performs oral on Shubes, <laughs> being in a dusty no, basement Shubes all day. Shubes' dad is the dusty basement. Yeah, it's Shubes' dad. It's the rusty Shubes, basement. Shubes is the uh, he's in the moist basement. Yeah, Shubes is the moist basement. What do you? So tell me. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get out of the way. I'm gonna because I'm not gonna stick around while you make fun of my team in its entirety. Okay. I don't want to hear the roast jokes. That's fine. Because I'll get mean. I'll get very very mean about this city that thinks. Spaghetti is chili. I'll have will I and I don't. I'm not charming when I make fun of people. Everybody's like, "Oh, that's just a fucking bully." So when I feel attacked, I lashed out. But before I go and before I let you guys get to the roast, um, tell me when you guys search the team. You don't have to tell me the jokes. What is the dumbest thing about the Vikings? What is the best thing to make fun of? What is the thing you're most enthused to criticize? Oh, um. I think the quarterback instability right now, I think you brought it up multiple times. Like, this is the fourth quarterback you guys have had this year. That's I, I the thing you, you want to make started. fun of, not TJ Hawkinson's hair. No, yeah, I was going to say, there's a. Yeah, let's, 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 I'm going to give you, here's the thing. Right, I'm so. going to we'll count you back in, Shubes. Three, two, one, take it again. I would think I'm going to make fun of the hair of TJ Hawkinson. Well, now you're just parroting me. <laughs> 
Um, actually, a term you and I discussed once before. I'm, I'm using it for Hawkinson on this, and I'm going with Snowbilly. Snowbilly. <laughs> that is a very, it's a very good look. If I were attacking my own team, uh, you know, some of the things I would focus on is, although I love our head coach, he does look like a bully in a 90s movie about prom. Yep. It looks um, like he still says gay every time he puts on a purple shirt. Yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, he does look like a, he looks like a, a ski villain in a rom-com. It's, it looks like somebody who's the, the guy that shouldn't be marrying the girl at the beginning of the movie. Uh, yeah, the one Dane Cook knocks out of the way to get to the girl. Yeah, yes, yeah. correct. So I would go there. Hawkinson's hair is really, really easy. I mean, Kirk is hurt, but there's a gold mine in the Valley of Kirk. Yeah. I would say it's hard not to make fun of... Well, just the people of Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, you know they, what? You live in a place where your eyeballs can freeze in your head. It's a hard, just, it's a hard place to you, live. It's a hard decision the, to continue to make. You've made a few wrong choices by the time you wake up there. That's correct. So, like, like I said, if you go outside and you can, like, I saw the thing, the thing on TV where it said imminent death warning about, like, your lungs crystallizing and freezing if you went outside. And I'm like. Correct. You know you can just move. Yeah. Like, you know, where the air doesn't murder you? Yeah. You can just go somewhere else. Now, I agree with that, but I would say if we're going to criticize <laughs> areas for uh, the air murdering you, I don't think we should uh, throw stones from the <laughs> most allergy-ridden <laughs> valley, maybe on the planet. This place is like a fucking... Uh, mildew and dust bowl full of allergens. I I grew out of That's seasonal why you allergies. Eat the spaghetti chili. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's why you got to eat it. I no, thank you. <laughs> I it, it builds came up that down immunity. here and I was like, I thought I got rid of allergies ten years ago and I didn't. Now Shubes will tell you as he's in the process of getting me and my baby sick <laughs> that he has allergies. <laughs> he's it's jealous. not. Yes. No. Here's the thing. He's jealous of the baby. He does have he does have allergies, but if there was a world record for getting sick. <laughs> Shubes owns it. Shubes, yes. what did you do? You, would you have COVID like seven or eight times? Uh, I've had it, I think, three. There's no way it's three times. I've tested positive like I've three known or four you times. to have it two times yes. at least. Yes. And I moved down here when everybody was like, COVID's over. And I'm guessing there's like at least been, it's like you have some genetic mutation that attracts the COVID. <laughs> Like there is this well, they do say that the number one way of getting a transfer is usually touching something and then touching your face. And he's got those giant fucking hands, so he touches <laughs> so much stuff. Yeah, and I that it, he's just got it's just more it's just more of a surface area thing. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like it's like Shubes has a no because Shubes has a good dad, but it's like the way Shubes uses his hands in regards to his face is like he has a mean dad who's like, you'll never be able to touch your face with your hands, Alex. <laughs> That's how often he does it. Like he's trying to prove a stepdad wrong. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, I'm surprised you haven't, they haven't created the Shubes variant yet. <laughs> I also have a former stepdad that I'm trying to prove wrong. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. Nothing has tracked more than that. Yeah. Also, I think you might just be jealous of your baby. I think he actually wanted to be your baby. And I would love that. Here's the thing. I have, <laughs> I have three babies. Uh, I have my youngest baby. I have my dog, baby Kevin. And yes. I have my oldest son, Alex. <laughs> now, does he listen? No, not great. Not, no. Does he bring uh, COVID into the home often? Yeah. More than you'd like. But <laughs> everybody has their flaws, and our job is to support people.
Yes. Yeah. Uh, Our job, must, much like the people of Minnesota, is to support people that you're not convinced are going to succeed on Saturday. <laughs> are you going to the game, Shoot? I am going to the game and immediately going to a wedding right after. That can't be. That's a bad idea. That can't be a yeah. good decision. Now, are you DJing the wedding or are you guesting at the I wedding? I am guesting at the wedding. That's better. I don't think I need, just at the Bengals game, Alex, DJing my wedding. Oh, Alex. God. No. I do. Well, I know you do, Lloyd, but I feel like you're the sort of guy who wants a chaos wedding. Yes, you're like yes. the sort of guy like, could we set, is there any way we could have like a baboon <laughs> in one of the closets in the dance hall? You know where I used to work. I can make this happen. I know you can. That's why I used a very specific <laughs> reference. You're the sort of guy, Lloyd, who if I found out that you had a long history of setting people's vans on fire, I'd be like, No, just fucking... pictures of their grandma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not even a joke. That's a real. Well, I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> I'd rather not. I, I don't know what happened in Crawford, Alabama. Don't no. want to hear about that either. <laughs> I'm leaving. You guys are going to do your roast. But first, what's the score? Tell me what the score is. Uh, I'm going to maintain my prediction from yesterday. 23-20 Bengals. I'm going to say 34-17. Bengals? Yep. 34-17 Bengals? Uh-huh. Lloyd, fuck you. Why? <laughs> I hate that. I would, like, I would love a third 34 I, of course you'd love a third 34, but I'm going to, I'm not, no, I'm not going to make a prediction because here's the thing. I want, you both predicted a win. So here's the thing. Either you're right or I get to talk shit. If I throw a prediction out there, I've trapped you is what's happened here. Mm -hmm. If I throw a prediction out. Okay. Somebody can talk shit back to me. So I'm just going to say, we'll see what happens. And now both of you are on record and I sure fucking hope that it flip flops your score, Lloyd. I hope so. I care about you you. a lot, but I sure fucking hope it flip flops. (laughs) I for think you, for you all hope the same thing, but not really. Not really. I think if Nick Mullins, I think I, I rock a bye. Send a quick come down. Ha! You don't know. You do you not know that Mullins. You don't know the rock a bye. You're a music rock-a-bye. guy. Sean Mullins, the song rock a bye. It's like right up your alley. Okay. I mean, we're we're skipping right over Nick Mullins. Yeah. We are skipping over Nick so, Mullins. The, the the comedian Nick yes. Mullins. Yeah. But I think if Mullins can. Uh, fully take advantage of Jefferson because our pass defense is like not the best. Like we pick balls off, but we also give up a ton of yards. So if Mullins can capitalize on having a fully healthy Jefferson, Addison, KJ Osborne, TJ Hawkinson, if he can capitalize on that, and I have seen him put up yards in the past. Mm-hmm. If he can do that long afternoon for the Bengals. Correct. But if the Bengals D line, if Trey can get to him, if Sam Hubbard can get to him, if DJ reader can get to him, if B.J. Hill can get to him, we have a decent front four. So if they can get to him before he can get to his weapons, I think the Bengals can pull it off. Also not incorrect. But Thank you, guys. Love you. Love the you. show. All Bye. right. Follow us on Instagram at ThatChadDaniels. <laughs> uh, you want to just jump to the burns because uh, time, time issue. Yeah, you got a little time constraint. Uh yeah. Let's review the. Let's do a real. Yep. You want to do a real quick game recap? Micro machines that shit. Micro machines that shit. Bengals won 34 13. Jake Browning, 18 of 24 for 275 yards. He led the NFL in yards per attempt. Love it. By a, by a considerable margin. Love it. Uh, he had two TDs, uh, both of which were the, the, the respective players' first career touchdowns. One was Chase Brown, which I not only. Pre- not only bet on, but I predicted. Good job, buddy. 
And uh, Tanner Hudson had his first touchdown. Yeah, big two. He also threw um, a pick six, which was kind of devastating, especially since I was in the bathroom when it happened. And it was like, so I went to the bathroom from the game uh, right before Mo Alley Cox got his touchdown. It was 14 to nothing when I left. And when I got back to my seat, tie game. Yeah. It was fucking insane. Uh, he also had uh, three rushes for seven yards and a tutty. Nice. Uh, rushing stats. Mixon, 21 rushes for 79 yards and a touchdown. And Chase Brown, eight rushes for 25. Uh, the real story was uh, the receiving game because nobody had more than four targets or three receptions. Uh, Chase Brown, three receptions, 80 yards and a touchdown. T. Higgins, two receptions, 72 yards. Mixon, three for 46. Jamar Chase, three of 29. Didn't need him that much. And no. you know what? That's okay. Tyler Boyd, two of 23. Tanner Hudson, two for 21 and a touchdown. He got a game ball. Nice. And Drew Samps, uh, two for four. And Mitchell Wilcox and Travion Williams, two receptions for negative one yards combined. Good job. Um, as we also mentioned the Colts scoring their points quickly, running t- the fucking running back tandem of, Z- of basically it's our Zeke and Pollard, which yeah. is like Mixon and Chase Brown fucking – it's working. It's working. We're finally utilizing the run. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right. We're finally utilizing the run. Uh, also, one thing I want to talk about before uh, we get to the roasts uh, is the five snaps that A.J. McCarron played. Dude, I was there, and you would have thought that the Beatles were appearing on the Ed Sullivan show because, my God, that crowd was loud. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so Zach Taylor said he wanted it to be a loud crowd on Saturday. So if you want to be loud, just pretend that A.J. McCarron is in playing five snaps and getting minus one passing yards. That stadium might explode. Yeah, I like it. But you know who we're about to make explode? Fucking Vikings. The new man on the Minnesota Vikings. I'm sorry. It's okay, buddy. All right. So we are going to start with the mascot, Victor the Viking. He looks like, you know, like when little kids get super, like, congested and they have snot, like, all down their face and all over their hands and everything. Like, oh, so, like, me for, oh, my God. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he looks like a kid that's, like, ugly crying and, like, yeah. can't control his fucking snot. Yeah, and it's just, it's just dra- dripped on everything. And yeah, that's dude. What it looks like. Yeah, do completely agree with that. The owner, Ziggy Wilf. Uh, he and his brother and cousin were found liable in New Jersey court for breaking civil state racketeering laws, uh, yep. laws and keeping separate account, account books for, uh, to fleece former business partners of their shared revenues. The swift, these shifty practices were, have trickled down to the whole team, so now the QB and the rest of the offense seem to be playing out of two different playbooks. <laughs> I actually did uh, write on that. Uh, so with the state racketeering laws... Uh, a judge said that Ziggy Wilf allegedly used organized crime-like tactics yep. to commit fraud against his business partners. The last time someone in the Vikings organization committed a crime that was organized, Fred Smoot got a bunch of his teammates to bang hookers on a boat. <laughs> All right. It, you remember the Love Boat scandal? Uh, barely. It was like 2005, yeah. and uh, I think it was like the Vikings just like had like a sex party on a boat, and then they were like hookers on it and shit. Oh, yeah. It was fucking rad. The GM, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa. All I have is college brochure face. <laughs> he looks like non-Cheetle. <laughs> the head coach, Kevin O'Connell. 
After starring in Stand By Me, he went on to have some really fun movies like uh, 1996's Joe's Apartment with with singing cockroaches. Scream 2, Kangaroo Jack. Oh, wait, that's Jerry O'Connell. I don't give a shit about this guy. Neither do I. Uh, do you know what Kevin O'Connell and Josh Dobbs have in common? They are both former NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> that's true. Yes, it's very true. It took me, I was like, but he's playing... That one just uh, that was a, a very dumb moment for me, and you deserve yep. to laugh for that that I didn't give you. That I is, just uh, I just completely brain farted it. You know, one of our dozens of listeners will probably be losing their shit at it. Yeah. But speaking of Vikings quarterbacks, Nick Mullins. Uh, he found real success in 2016 with his hit podcast, Comtown, with Adam Freeland and Stavros. <laughs> Damn it! I did it again. <laughs> I mean, you can talk smack about Nick Mullins all you want, but he's you got to admit, he's done pretty well for himself ever since he was criticized for raising the price of that AIDS pill by 5,000%. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Martin Shkreli, who's a dickhead. Yay. Uh, oh, I forgot to include Jaron Hall, but, but let's do Jaron Hall. Uh, <clears throat> one question. When did Abercrombie start making people? <laughs> The the the, the kind of their mannequins. Well, I mean, he's they got one fucking playing for Vikings now. Correct. Uh, Jaron Hall went to BYU, and you you might get this joke, you might not, but that's fine. Uh, Jaron Hall went to BYU, which makes sense because Jaron Hall sounds like the dorm building at BYU where soaking was invented. <laughs> Do you get that joke? Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Um, but now, Josh Dobbs. Uh, he came in and got the Vikings out of a very hairy situation. <laughs> For the first time in a long time, he's showing real signs of growth. <laughs> Get it? Because he doesn't have any hair. <laughs> Dude, don't have no hair. Uh, Josh Dobbs was an heiress. I actually, the, the, I've roasted Josh Dobbs a lot. Yeah. No hair jokes this week. Slipping. But Josh Dobbs was an aerospace engineering major at Tennessee which is very helpful since he'll be familiar with the rocket ship the Vikings want to put him on after his last two starts. Nice. We'll edit that out. Ty Chandler. Oh, you mean Grapefruit grapefruit Simpson? God damn it. Works better if you actually say the words correctly. That is totally okay. But also, Alexander Madison. He looks like someone taught him how to smile today, and he's still trying to figure it out. (laughs) So, I, again, this is another joke. I don't know if you'll get it, but actually, you know what? I don't really want to say my burn on air, so I'll just DM it to him instead because, okay, you didn't get that joke. Uh, after a game in, uh, it was like earlier this year, I think he like had like a fumble or something like that, a bunch of people like DM'd him slurs. Oh. Yep. And uh, <laughs> the, which, which, by the way, so. The, I'm gonna I'm going somewhere with this because I'm not gonna I don't want to make fun of that incident because if you are the kind of person that DMs an athlete angrily, your cock is tiny as shit. Yeah, it's like you blew my fantasy league. I'm gonna call you a racial slur. You made me lose my twenty five dollars. Fucking classy. Shut up, you bitch. But anyway, Justin Jefferson. He looks like he gets drunk and sings Incubus songs at girls. 
So that's me. Oh, well, yeah. There we go. But which Incubus song, though? I don't know. Pardon me? Could be. Um, probably not Wish You Were Here because he plays for the Vikings and yeah, no, one, no, wants no to, one wants to be there. Yep. Uh, Justin Jefferson was, ta- uh, was taken to the emergency room on Sunday after a hit to the ribs, and he said he was screaming and yelling while watching the game. <laughs> yeah, so was I, except I was screaming, for the love of God, someone do something, please. <laughs> It's zero zero. I bet the over. I bet my kids' college fund on this. I'm tired of it. Yeah, that game was rough. Yeah, and the speedster Jordan Addison uh, in July he was pulled yeah, over for doing 140 in a 55 in his Lamborghini Urus. <laughs> he uh, he told the officer at the scene that he was driving that fast at 3 a.m. due to an, a medical emergency involving his pet dog. Yep. So I say his team, one of his teammates should stand in the end zone with his dog with a gun to its head to, keep him going, <laughs> to get him going fast on game day. <laughs> um, you know, that story is nuts. But it is nice to see a young wide receiver drive that fast to save a dog's life instead of end <laughs> it. Nice. It's the Henry Ruggs twist. Alan Polander, how you doing, friend? Uh, we're just doing the pod. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I, no, I didn't. Uh, KJ Osborne. Uh, apparently, he took the number 17 because it's the biggest one he knows. <laughs> uh, KJ Osborne saved a man from a burning car in Austin in March and, he, and said he was at the right place at the right time. Of course, being in the right place at the right time is referred to as not being at an Austin open mic. <laughs> Golly, some of those comics are bad. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Entitled whites. Yep. <laughs> Which is uh, what... Uh, actually, uh, Entitled whites is what Duke calls their basketball team. <laughs> yep. And finally, DJ Hawk. He looks like... He looks like a trailer park grandmother. <laughs> um, like good old-fashioned Minnesota trash. Yeah. So, like I said... I'm I'm going with Snowbilly, and I like I had no idea the lead singer of Three Doors Down went into hiding for 15 years, <laughs> but but mm. yeah, you know what? What Lloyd Alex? I think we got him pretty good. Fuck yeah, buddy! Also, shout out to Cy Amundsen for fucking not only coming on this podcast, but fucking I got to do his, and oh. it was so fun. And uh, just know that if you want to know what it's like to have an autistic person on your podcast, just know it will take two takes because I was, I was just so fucking nervous to do it. I'm just like, Oh my God, like there's an NFL. That's like me and Cy and we're talking like, it's like NFL shit. It's like, there's actual NFL people. So I'm like, Oh my God, I gotta like be really good. I gotta fucking follow Roy Wood fucking junior. <laughs> who's incredible at comedy. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. But, no, that was fucking awesome. I did uh Can I talk about an incident I had last week that I texted you about? Yeah. So, last week, we were recording here in the in the office above Go Bananas with uh, Sean Patton. Yeah. And I was on my way here, and I, was, I took the Pfeiffer Road exit, and I looked to my left, and I fucking see, uh, just in some dude's driveway... It's like a pickup truck with like those anti-abortion writings on it. It's incredible. Yeah, it was. I mean, like the giant. It's giant. The whole truck is. Yes. Not just like a couple stickers. Like the whole truck is and, a. 
Yeah, and he's got like lighting and shit on it. And it, also, one thing that was in that drive that just made me was like the pickup truck, another like a truck bed with like other shit on it, and just a random Kia Forester. <laughs> just like, what's that doing there? It's the uh, it's the roommate. Yeah. It's like, oh god, I moved into the wrong fucking house. So <laughs> he's like, well, the rent was cheap. No, I wonder why. But uh. so I. Uh, <laughs> So I'm like, dude, I and I sent you these, but I'm like, dude, I gotta get pictures of this. Yeah. And I was taking pictures a little too long. You got caught. I did get caught. The guy just which by the way, I don't know if you've ever encountered uh a guy with uh crazy things on his truck like that. But they're not the most pleasant people. No, I <laughs> especially crazy. when you're on their property. That sounds good. Is I this a crime? No. Not I'm just, I, was t- I was just like taking pictures, and the guy just comes out the front door like, hey, how you doing? I'm just like, uh, I like your truck, and I walked away. <laughs> and I also, Fantastic. so I had to go to Skyline. I just went, went from there to Skyline, and I didn't want to get like reported to the cops. So I just, I'm just like, you know what? We are, so I like parked in like a, neighbor, like a side neighborhood. So I just like, t- I took the long way so he couldn't read my license plate. I don't think you would have gotten any trouble for taking pictures of a truck. Yeah. It was on his property, so who fucking knows? Yeah, well, you weren't doing anything bad. No. I was just, I haven't posted them on the internet at all. But it was, that was a, definitely a very funny story that I had. I just wanted to talk about so bad. And I think I have seen that guy, like, when I, because I, I tailgate at Bengal Gyms, and I ha- I've seen that guy, like, drive by. Nice. I was like, holy shit, I know you. <coughs> We're friends now. Yeah. <clears throat> He'll, eh, he'll he probably forgot about me, but who gives a shit? Because Lloyd, plug your shit. Uh, December 29th, Chameleon, nine p.m. Got a great great Love lineup. Uh, Pine Violent show. Uh, yeah, follow us on everything. Hell yeah, dude! I um I do not. So I had a family thing, so I I don't know if I can do shut the fuck up Nashville anymore. Ah. which um I'm I'm probably gonna like move it. I'm gonna try to move it to another date. Uh, that said, I'm not going to plug any of my dates, um, right now because my plug fucking watch Kenny DeForest. He, yeah. uh, he's a comic just, I know you like, you didn't really get to know him much, but like he, I, I met him a few times and every, I only remember like meeting him in passing and like, no pun intended, obviously, but like I met him a few times just like when he would come to go bananas. I think he like came through Cincinnati a bunch. And he was always super cool. He was very, very funny. He's got a Seth Meyers set under his belt. He had, he had a, a Corden set under his belt. He had some comedy set. He had a full hour fucking special. And he was always very funny. Um, he just uh, was killed in a... He was, like, riding his bike in New York. And he and he got struck by a vehicle. And, like, fucking... Um, uh, just, like, horrible brain injury that he just couldn't recover from. Which absolutely sucks and, I, and it's like what time is it i don't want to keep you too late six or seven. Oh, we got time um about five minutes or so yeah. so like i always and correct me if i'm using like poor wording here but i one of those bittersweet parts about comedy is when a comic i don't want it to take a comic dying yeah for me to appreciate their shit yeah. does that make sense yeah it's like like one of my all-time favorite comics that I, I will talk to you about for hours is uh, Geraldo. Yeah. 
and he died a year before I started. So I never got to see him. Never. I met his kid though. Nice. Kid's cool as shit, and he's funny too. But I just don't want it to take. I'm just. I just want us to stick around for the fucking long haul, man. I just don't. I'm tired of it, and <clears throat> but it it just sucks. Yeah, that comics have to keep like it. Just it just always seems like it's like the best people. Yeah, but it's also because like the worst people in comedy usually quit. So hopefully, yeah. There's some that hang in there for a while. Oh yeah, <laughs> if you would, uh, if you think I am one of those comics, uh, feel free to DM me. I'm Big Shoes <laughs> on Instagram. Um, also, like uh, there was one, and this is you know I don't I don't want, I don't like when like people make someone's death about uh, like about yeah. them. This is one thing I will say about Kenny though. Like there was one day like <clears throat> he like liked one of my clips yeah. on Instagram, and I was like. That like kind of made my day a little bit because like he's always been super funny and it just fucking made my day. It was yeah. fucking awesome. But he was always funny and everything. Just reading story after story about him was just like this guy was just universally loved by everybody. I hated him. You hated him. I'm kidding. Lloyd, what the fuck, <laughs> man? We're having a moment, and then you're just like that guy was a dick. <laughs> His his poster is literally on the wall. At Go bananas. Yep. From where like I'm looking at it right now from where we're recording, and uh, the staff is trying to set up right now, and they're probably looking at us all funny, right, Ellen? No, we're not. All right, let's uh, let's land this. Yep. But yeah, um, I will say, like I said, I'm on the road next week or two weeks from now. I'm going to be in. Uh, I'm going to try to go to St. Louis. I'm going to be in Springdale. I'm going to try to do Nashville. Then I'll be at Helltown on the thirtieth. Got a couple shows next year. I'm going to try and line up some weekends. But, Lloyd. Alex. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Fuck you. We like the Bengals. <laughs>